Welcome to another episode of Ask Danny. Well, I tell you, over the years, I have been asked thousands of home improvement questions. So each week here on Ask Danny, I'll bring in one of my expert friends and we'll tackle some of your questions, share a few tips, and also tell you a few entertaining stories to help you out with your project. So remember, next time you have a question, Ask Danny. Well, this week I'm flying solo because we started thinking about all the severe weather that we've had all over the country. And, and you know, whether you're in a hurricane-prone area or one with tornadoes or some of the crazy floods that we've been seeing lately, uh, it's still good to stop think about it, and go ahead and get ready in case severe weather hits you. Now, there's some things you need to do just prior to that severe weather that's expected, but right now, we need to think about some of the things you need to do well ahead of time, and from my opinion, that starts with a a call or a meeting's even better with your insurance agent and go there loaded with questions. You know, what is my deductible? What if a tree fell on it? What if a neighbor's tree fell on my house? Ask all of these different scenarios so that you have an absolute um, full comprehensive understanding of what your insurance covers because, you know, over the years they tweak their insurance a little bit and things your insurance might have actually changed more than you think uh, because of different changes uh, over the years. So that's number one. Make sure you know what your insurance will cover. Then you want to document everything. And I'm not talking about a full-fledged inventory, but take that phone and, and video and really carefully document everything inside and out of what it looks like. Do it in a systematic way to where, you know, think about this. If you did have a catastrophic accident and someone would say, okay, well, what did it look like? Let this be that guide to go around and look at everything. Go ahead and, you know, throw your voice in there a little bit, talking about, you know, I had this, I have this, and go through the whole entire thing. Yes, make another list of some of the more valuable things, and then maybe put that on a jump drive and get that off somewhere, uh, maybe even a safety deposit box to where you know you can go there and be able to illustrate to someone like an insurance claim adjuster of exactly what you expect it to look like when everything's complete. Make me whole again is what you want to do. That's what insurance is supposed to do. So you get that list and that'll that'll make a big difference. Now, you're kind of set up there and hope that all of the questions that you just asked were just questions and you'll never need to know the answers to those. But one thing that you do need, no matter what, is go ahead and make a nice list. I actually have a laminated list on top of a, um, a, a container or a tote that has all of my disaster supplies in it. Now, Yes, you, you know, put things in there. You might need those batteries. You might need that. That's okay. Go there, pull them out, make a note, replenish it, and that's fine. It's not like a box that has to sit there that you never, ever use because there are things in there that you might need to use from time to time. But here's just a sample, and you can go to todayshomeowner.com and find some of the other disaster supply kits checklists. But here's in general, and again, it's a lot to do with common sense. Water, you need at least one gallon of water daily per person. And you probably need to figure three to five days on that. So 
that's a fair amount of water, but certainly something that you don't want to wait till the last minute to try to get because it won't be available. Uh, food, you want to, you need enough again for three to five days. You want to look at things that are non-perishable, packaged or canned goods. Uh, don't forget about the infants or those elderly ones. They need special food prep as well. And then a manual can opener. Oh man, I heard a story recently about someone. They said, I've never felt more dumb in my life when I was sitting there trying to open up a can and all of the weather, um, uh, I mean, all of the uh, power was off and I didn't have the old timey um, uh, manual um, can opener. They said they almost sliced a tendon with that knife trying to chisel in to that can of beans. So that's a simple one, but and an inexpensive one and one that you need to have in that disaster supply kit. And also um, throw some utensils and paper plates in there. You know, all of that takeout that you have from from restaurants and so forth, if you have those extra packets of salt and packets of um, uh, mustard and ketchup and things like that, and utensils, put them all in there as well. Another one, blankets, sleeping bags, and pillows, very important. Clothing, you want to make sure you have adequate clothing. A first aid kit, of course, and don't forget any prescriptions that you might be on to make sure that you have that on your checklist so that you can include that at the last minute. Um, Battery-operated flashlight with extra batteries, pet supplies, toiletries, cell phone, charger with extra um, storage, extra um, charging block. Very important. That's going to be one of your key ways of communicating with the outside world is that cell phone. You want it charged and you want a, a way to keep it charged. Cash yeah, you might want to stash away a little cash because the ATMs may not be working. And go ahead and identify all of the keys you need for your house and your car. The kids will get a little restless, and you may as well. So games, toys, and books are a great idea. Also, think about those important documents like insurance papers, bank accounts, medical records, and any phone numbers that you may need. Also, you want to have the wrench and pliers, whatever you need, to cut off your utilities and no where those utilities are. Know where your water turns off, your gas turns off, and your power is able to be turned off. Extremely important. And might as well throw in a nice radio in there so that you can keep up with everything you can in addition to what you can um, listen to over your cell phone. Now, prior to any disaster and at any time, you want to kind of meet with the family and have a little bit of a family plan. This is something I did with my three girls many years ago. And one of the things that I read prior to having this little informal meeting is not to scare them. Make it serious, make it a little fun, and go through the scenarios. If this happens in the middle of the night, here's where you go and what you do. Make it to where it ends up being comforting to them. That's the best way to handle that type of meeting. And, um, you know, you want to locate the safest place in the room and designate that as the place to go if some type of severe weather hits unexpectedly. Of course, all of the escape routes you need to think about. And you also want to make sure you have a single out-of-state family member that is your single point of contact. That's important to make sure everybody has that number that they can call in case they're on their way home and they're not there. Everybody's not together in the nest. You'll be able to reach out to everybody from that. And, you know, again, don't forget about the pets and the elderly and uh, make sure that you have your um, disaster supply kit ready to go if you have to evacuate in a very quick manner. Now, if you do have something bearing down on you, go ahead and get a tank of gas. We've all seen those gas lines and how long they can get. Go ahead and fill up your um, all of your cars and maybe an extra tank or two for that. 
Again, your disaster supply kit will go with you. Um, follow instructions very carefully from the, the the federal authorities on when to evacuate, where to evacuate, and how. Um, they've given a lot of um, a lot of thought to those evacuation routes. You want to make sure that you're following the instructions on that. When you're leaving, if you wait too late, you're going to be faced with possible flooded areas, washed out roads and bridges. You need to be careful of that and absolutely be careful anywhere you see any downed power lines. Hopefully, by the time it gets to that point in your area, you're well off to a safe place. Now, if time permits for you to take care of some things, you want to go ahead and get into those long pants, long sleeve shirts, uh, just as, as an extra bit of protection. Uh, go ahead and secure your home by locking and closing all of the windows and get that lawn furniture and anything that might become an airborne projectile. Get them inside your garage or inside your house. And uh, you'll want to also um, you know, think about anything that if the power goes out, and good chance it will, if you're talking about a severe weather uh, situation, then you'll want to make sure that you uh, maybe take that ice chest and take a lot of food with you since it might um, thaw out and spoil anyway. And uh, you might want to let others know that you are evacuating in case they can't quite reach you. But again, grab that cooler, fill it with ice and the beverage of your choice. But the main thing is don't wait till the last minute. Prepare ahead of time, stay in contact, um, make sure you have your disaster kit all ready to go, and then leave in the proper way if you're um, called to evacuate. If not, again, monitor everything closely. Hey, let's all stay safe because most of the time when people have had some situations and injuries have occurred um, during a storm, many times it's simply because they weren't prepared, they didn't listen, they were going to ride the storm out. Don't be a hero. Be safe. And I hope this little bit of information uh, has helped you. And I appreciate you listening to this Ask Danny podcast. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Ask Danny. Hey, I'd love to hear from you. So I hope you'll take a moment to leave a review and follow this podcast. I also invite you to visit todayshomeowner.com slash ask where you can send me any photos, ask any question, and let me know what topic you would like to hear more about. So remember, next time you have a question, ask Danny.